Welcome to the From Hustle to Wealthy podcast, where we are all about helping you transitioning from the endless grind to a life of wealth and freedom. I'm your host, Polina Roach, and alongside me is my co-host, Mark Robinson. Are you tired of the hustle and looking for proven strategies to achieve financial freedom and reclaim your life? Well, you're in the right place. Each week, we will bring you actionable insights, expert interviews, and real-world strategies to help you streamline your business for profits and time freedom, and to help you build your perfect portfolio so you can reclaim your life. Let's dive in and start building the life you've always dreamed of, the life you deserve to live. Hi, guys. Welcome to another Hustle to Wealthy uh, podcast episode. Super excited today because Mark... Hi. Hey, I'm <laughs> I'm having fun. Yes. And myself wanted to talk to you about like the ultimate pathway to or ultimate journey to your end game. Yeah. And uh, look, to be, you know, as we've got a number of topics we want to cover, and uh, I won't say what I uh, said about, hey, should we do this one tonight? Because <laughs> we are in LA, guys. Like if you saw the, the episode, I, I don't know if it's straight, or it would have been a few before. I didn't see the, the, the actual list, guys. So, you would have noticed. You'll see. You'll see the picture. Yeah, you'll, you'll see, see us in the same clothes. LA podcast studio. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're having fun, as you can tell, right? <laughs> um, you know, we've been in a three-day business intensive, and we're only on day two. I did some breath work, which I think is uh, why I'm having a lot of fun today. Today, uh, you know, um, have a lot of fun on this podcast. And look, this is an interesting topic because you know I've always said about. You know, live for today, plan for tomorrow. And I suppose when we talk about your your ultimate journey to your end game, what what can that look like? Well, it can look as whatever you want it to look like. And I know I'm sounding like a politician sitting on the fence. Trust me, I'll get off the fence and and, and pick a, a side shortly, right? You never sit on the fence. Never sit on the fence. Going on. Right? <laughs> But I want you to, why I say it that way is because, you know, we're, like I said, we've always, you know, lived for today, plan for tomorrow. And where this came from, guys, was the fact that, you know, my dad, who he worked long hours, right? I'm not going to say he worked hard. And if you understood where he worked, you'll know why I never say he worked hard. He just worked long hours, right? <laughs> Plenty of overtime, lots of uh, dominoes and cards during overtime, right? And um, look, he, he saved up his journey, right? To me, you know, we had a good life, and I'm, I'll never, ever bag at our life. He he did what he thought was right for the family, like I said, did long hours. But his end game was always to go fishing, right? He always wanted to go fishing. He was waiting until he retired to buy the boat, to, to bugger off, you know, for weeks on end, you know, and basically give mum some peace, right? <laughs> and uh, what happened is I think he was 62 at the time. And he got an early redundancy, and uh, so he took it, and he started to live that that ultimate life that he that he wanted. And um, look, long story short, guys, he uh, you know he went blind uh, about two years later, you know, so he couldn't drive, so he had to rely on mum to do all the driving, and she hates fishing, right? Can't do it. So there's no way she's going to go fishing with him, you know. I've never been a big fan of fishing because my dad literally used to. Uh, we come from a town called Turangi, right, which is sort of in the middle of the North Island. And in New Zealand. In, New, in New Zealand, yeah. And, uh, look, he used to literally drag me out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning to go fishing with him just so he could catch more fish because apparently at the time you could only catch like eight trout each. So if he had me with him, he could catch 16, right? 
Yeah, no, this is, I'm, I'm not joking, right? You know, don't get me wrong. I, I look back and there's some of my fondest memories of spending time with just me and dad, right? Like if my brother wasn't there, because my brother loved fishing and stuff. But, you know, so his end journey ended pretty quickly, you know, and then, uh, you know, he sort of, you know, fell into that, uh, you know, I'm blind, I can't do anything sort of. So, and, and again, you can't blame people for doing what they do, right? So I, what I did is I, I decided to live my life my way, as, as we do, and I, um, I started to just making sure that every step of the way through every phase of my life, I, I made sure that I live for today and I planned for tomorrow. So my end game was the journey itself, if that makes sense. Nice. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't, you know, and, and even though we use the term end game, it's not, we don't, we're not literally meaning you know, what's what's the end of your life? Well, let's define the end game, right? So for us, an end game is pretty much like other people talk, call about, talk about the future vision or your, you know, your goal when you're financially independent. So it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, when you're retired, it can happen at any time of, the, uh, of your life. But I think the distinction we have and why we call it the end game is because to our future vision, while well, people go and say, have a dream, put a vision board on it, you know, and put a few pictures up, we literally go, yeah, that's cool, put the pictures up, but how much will it cost you? So we actually put numbers towards our future vision or our end goal, as, mm. as we call it, uh, so that we know what we're striving for as investors to achieve on a yearly basis. So if you think your life is all about traveling or, you know, spending time with family, um, a lot of the times, actually, people start off with an end game saying, I just want to replace my income, Yeah. right? And then we go, that's cool. You replace your income, you're going to stop working. And then now you have seven days worth of time. So are you going to go once to the gym a week or are you going to go every day or what hobbies are you going to have? And every time you are, you're there, you're going to have a coffee. And we literally go that granular into our end game because we want to know what target we want to have. Like how much money does our portfolio need to make us so that we can actually end up going and saying, you know what, if I don't choose to go into my business tomorrow, if I don't want to work in my business anymore, I can sell it, I can close it down, it doesn't matter because my portfolio is taking care of the dream life that I want. Yeah, we talk about when time and money is no issue, right? What is it? What is it? What does what your life look like? What's it going to cost to live life your way? And by the way, I have the fondest memories of fishing. So if your dad ever wants to go fishing, I'll take him. <laughs> I love fishing. My uncle used to take me. Yeah. But see, my end game, you say for you it's the journey and I love it and I'm going to uh, pick your brain in a minute a little bit about the travel you've just done, right? But like for me, my end game used to be always that I, like I live on the other side of the world uh, in comparison to where the rest of my family lives. So I had to make my own life, right? Like I had to find new friends, new family, new, like everything, everything around me. And I, I was trapped in a vicious cycle between working long hours, spending all the time that I had just creating whatever I need to create, right? Um, my computer is just shutting down. Is that great? <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, so that's one side to this. But then the other side, like, um, while I was working hard, I was, I always trained myself going, you know, one day I'll make it. One day I'll be, one day I'll have, right? And then guess what? It never, that one day never came until I actually turned around and gone, hey, honestly, I want to live my life. And what will my life look like now? Yeah, and what, what can I do now versus, 
you know, the ultimate end game so that I can, like you say, live, like travel the journey, be, but very clearly being aware of how do I want to live my life when money and time is no longer an issue. And I remember the first moment when we came to financial freedom and we, the first time we tasted our end game and we were in Legada. It was amazing. We just spent four days traveling with my parents through Italy by car, very painful. Not going to recommend this to anyone, 3,500 uh, in a car. Worth uh, having a chat to one day over a gin and tonic and uh, explaining the not worth it part. It's a hilarious story. <laughs> 100%. But I remember, so I wanted to jump onto the lake. I wanted some freedom coming from living in New Zealand. I just didn't want to be stuck in a car. I wanted to go and jump on the boat on the lake. But because it was off-season, there was limited boats and everything was full. And I went like but I want to go on this on this lake. And so I rang them up and they're like, sorry, we don't have enough uh, space for you guys, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how much would it be to hire a private boat? And they're like, 500 euros. I'm like, sweet, done. And we jump onto the boat and next to us, the same boat, there's like 30 people squeezed in next to each other going on a tour, right? Yeah. And we are there with our... Uh, cooling bag and our beers and our bubbles just to show us and the captain goes where do you want to go and I'm like wherever there is no people yeah. right <laughs> and then we were like swimming and jumping and that was such an incredible moment because I was going you know what I can do whatever I want whenever I want with whomever I want without being worried about the financial impact and I think the uh, there, there's an episode coming up, right? I think it's what's it titled? Uh, Can money buy you happiness? Yes. Uh, and I love that title. Don't no, I won't. No way. Not at all. So you'll have to wait for that one. What I like though is is you know what you just said is is what is life? I'll go back to the the topic, right? So where's your journey? What's it? What's the journey going to be? What is your end game? Your financial independence spending plan, or is is you know whichever way you guys want to say it. And, and what is it going to cost to live your life your way? So imagine when you have that ability to go 500 euro. That's about a thousand bucks, guys. You know, about a thousand dollars Australian. Um, same, or same. like 350 US if you look at it. The other way around. Oh, the other way around. Yeah, it's yeah. about probably 550, 600 US, you know. So it's not a lot of money, guys. No, get no, it, no. You know? And and so, the you know, to be able to just do that and then it's just the two of you instead of the 30 of you. Right, that to me is 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 what it's all about, and that's part of the journey, you know. And I think that that's pretty cool. So while we're talking about the journey and to the, the ultimate journey to the end game, which is actually the subject of this living your day to day, you know, as a dad being at home, I know you have such fond memories with your kids. To then go, but now it's like about us, like yeah. Billy and me, and fucking having a good time. <laughs> Ooh, the F-bomb. I didn't know we could do the F-bomb. This is the second time I think I dropped the ring. So, like, guys, I, I, w- I would apologize. But then, yeah. you know, that's just, like, I, I try not to. But sometimes when I really get excited, yeah. and this is a t- topic I'm really excited about, it just yeah, happens. It does, right? So, look, at the end of the day, guys, so, so we, we built our business, right, from, from day one to have control of our time. And, you know, you'll, you'll hear me say a lot that, you know, I'm the wealthiest person I know because I have control of my time, right? I'm never the be the richest. And I think you know, that's a, that's probably another a, a conversation. But, you know, we had our journey, right? Our goal was to travel when the kids, we promised our girls when they, I think it was about eight or nine, um, eight or ten, 
and we we went we moved to Sydney. We basically promised them that we would be location dependent, right? So we would stay in one spot so they finished their school. So we knew we had this set period of time before we would go off and do traveling. Now, when you do start a, a 20 year goal, you've got 20 years, right? But I, I look back and I remember when we had 10 years to go and then five years to go and then all of a sudden it was 24 months and then 18. And, and it made us laugh because we thought if we went, if we went five years, Two years, one year, it got too close, so we went 24 months, right? Because 24 months sounds <laughs> way further away than two years, right? <laughs> this is true, right? This yeah. is how we were saying it. And so then it was D-Day. Now, holy crap, like the emotions we went through, you know, I'm getting like goosebumps just remembering it. It was like, oh, my God, we're really doing this. Like we're actually, holy crap, we're packing up our, 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 packing our suitcases, packing up our life, you know, and... And I remember, like, we, we were having conversations with you, right? And we were taking films and because and, these guys had, had done something similar the year before, right? And it was like, get rid of that. Paulina's, Paulina's gone into um, action mode, right? And telling Billy and I to kick out, get rid of all this stuff out of our bloody suitcases. And we're so grateful, you, you know, <laughs> lessons learned. And even then, we took too much stuff. I so think that, I told you, you wouldn't take, like, you wouldn't take out. 50% or 80% of your wardrobe out oh of the suitcase God. in the end. Look, I, I, I've come to LA for a, for a week, guys, you know, and I've brought carry-on, you know, and most women can't do that, right? Uh, which I don't blame you because... Granted, you know, yeah, most yeah. men can't do that. Yeah, anymore. I know. It's I'm not just, just women. Right, exactly, you know. So, look, at the end of the day, guys, that journey was amazing as well, but the actual getting to the destination when it was time... There was, like I said, there's a bunch of emotions because when you put your heart and soul and all your, your energy to have this 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 journey, right? Well, we got to the end of the journey, and the funny thing is it was just the beginning, right? So that was the beginning yeah. of our journey, right? It was like, holy crap, this is the next part of our life. You know, this is where we are no longer location dependent. We're location independent. And what does that look like? And, you know, look, I, I, you know, I know that most of you guys out there listening are business owners, right? Without that, can't do it without team, right? It's, it's that simple with, you know, the, the, our model and stuff, it, you know, could Billy and I do it just us two? Look, without a doubt, I'll, I'll do that. But is it easier with team? I nearly swore. Yeah, bloody oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, think about that, guys. You know, as you're building out your journey, you know, you make, like I said, always live for today, plan for tomorrow. What does that planning process look like? Who do you need in your team? You know, and from, from travel agents, right, to, um, to um, you know, business partners, to, you know, shareholders, you know, all that parts that go into a, a business, you've got to make sure that that's all part of it. If you are continuing on your business, right? Like probably one of the, a bit of a sidestep, guys. A lot of people say, "Why do you guys still do what you do?" It's because we love doing yeah. what we do, right? Like you, you, when you understand how you can help people and change their lives and and get them to achieve their goals, that to me is just why I get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Exciting. So there's a couple of things that I want to raise about the. Uh, journey and the end game but before I do that like I think the key thing to realize and I think I had a couple of aha moments when I was traveling for 14 months last year um, and the key um, aha moments that I had is that I don't have to I get to 
right? Like I don't have to run this business. I yeah. don't have to be in the middle of the night and in a meeting catching up with with members or team members or, you know, clients. I get to. And it's been such a joy because uh, we have the privilege that uh, um, for us, first and foremost, the portfolio is working. So the business, even though it's an investment, it's pure joy for us because yeah. we can go and say, like, and I always say, what would your business look like if you like your bills were paid on Monday morning and you didn't have to make that sale, right? Like you get, like you get to have just so much fun in this. But the thing, the reason why I asked you to share this is because the key thing about any end game and when you are like thinking about, okay, what's that journey to the end game and how do I even get started is that emotional connection. Like you, like just listening to you share the story about like the, you know, 24 months and 12 months and six months and holy moly, like the yeah. energy behind it, right? But you've been, like, I remember from day one when you first said, hey, when our kids are grown up and we're going to go travel, you had the same amount of energy and emotion behind it than on the day when you actually had to leave, right? Yeah. Well, just my parents didn't travel, you know, the, the first time. I mean, we went, we actually lived in uh, in Australia for two years, right? So, but I don't count that as their, them traveling. But the, the only time they actually went overseas for holidays, I actually bought them a ticket just to get them out of the country, right? Just to go start that spark, um, which mum really did. You know, she did a lot of travel after that. I just, you know, guys, life, we don't know what's happening around, you know, tomorrow. And it doesn't have to just be travel. To, travel yeah. just seems to be something that, we both have in common, right? But I was like, it could be like, you know, um, you fishing. just, yeah, it could be fishing. Okay. Or for me, my first part of my future vision and my end game was to become a pro at skiing. And that's what I've been doing for the last three years. I've been like going in and going, how can I get as good as possible in the fastest possible of time? Because I want to spend the next 25 years enjoying it, not learning it. Right? Yeah. Yes. I like it. So it can be anything. It doesn't have to be travel, but yeah. Yeah, that's what we're passionate about, right? So whilst you're on the journey to your end game, the key thing that we want to share with you is uh, make sure you have one, first of all, right? And be aware of the fact that there's many iterations, many versions of your end game. Through the 20 years, I'm pretty sure, like even though maybe your goal of travel didn't change, uh, where you traveled, how you traveled, how long you will travel, all that changed with time, right? As you, yes. Yeah, so uh, just think of your be end, flexible. yeah, be flexible. Think of your end game and what you've created as version one, and then every time you review it, go, is it still like powerful and valuable to you? Like our uh, end game involved last year to uh, migrate out of New Zealand into Canada. But then we came back to New Zealand and fell in love back with Queenstown and we were like, why the hell do we want to go somewhere else, right? So our future vision and our end game changed again, yet again, woohoo, yeah. right? So don't be flexible, like enjoy enjoy your life and as you develop as a, as a business owner, as a leader, as a human being, right, um, change it, throw it out, you know, out the window and start again if you really think that you have changed that much, but your future vision has to change. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, like our, our next, you know, year, we're still doing a bit of traveling, and um, but that all depends on, you know, where our, our kids are. You know, when you talk about uh, our plans have changed, well, we were going to live in New York for three months and then Japan for three months. 
And then, you know, our eldest decided to bugger off to bloody London to live, right? So we, we went from New York and Japan to UK and Europe. You know, damn it. <laughs> yeah, right. What a shame. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds terrible. But it comes down to planning, guys. That's that's probably the biggest thing about your journey. Um, that old adage, you know, make sure you smell the, the roses along the way. And that's what we mean by about living for today. And and, and I think the key, just to, I, I think one way to wrap this up, um, guys, is, is we have this saying that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, I've had a couple of $200, $300 stakes. I think we had a $500 stake, but we'll leave that story for another another day. You know, and, and we can afford these $200, $300 stakes, but it doesn't mean you should because if you continue, you know, imagine having a $300 stake every night. You're not going to have that much left to enjoy, you know, the, the, the end game and actually get there a lot safer than that. So just be aware of I'm not telling you to go off and, you know, spend money every single day because you want to live it today and, you know, hope for tomorrow. It's about being conscious around the way that you spend your money, the way you invest your money, the way that you run your business, you know, all that sort of stuff so that you live for today. But some of the, the things that I love the most cost me nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like those of you that don't know me, guys, I've got a, a $1,600 scooter. Right or a moped, if you there's probably a lot of the you guys around the world will call it right. So it's just 125cc, you know. And I'm I'm a big guy. One yeah. day I'm going to buy you a Vespa. <laughs> no, I'm not going to ride know? it, right? Uh, it'll be hilarious. Yeah. Like a you know pink one, yeah. Mm. yeah. I like so, it. So guys, just enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy every moment. A lot of the yeah. stuff I do is free, um, and and that's what gives me gives me pleasure, right? So just just live for today, plan for tomorrow. But factor in that, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, my favorite part of, of my my life, right, like, and the moment that I savor the most is when uh, Tyrell and I just sit on the beanbags overlooking the lake and the mountains, right, with yeah. a glass of wine. And I'm like, literally, all I pay for is the glass of wine. And I'm like, at home, and I'm like, this is my happy place. Yeah. And I get to do this every day. So I'm so, like, enjoy, like, it's such an enjoyable moment. And... Um, people come to our place and they go, oh my God, the views, and we go, do you ever get sick of the views? And I'm like, no, because I'm just so grateful that I can do this along the journey. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the From Hustle to Wealthy podcast. We hope you found value in today's session and are one step closer to achieving your financial endgame. Remember, when it comes to building your portfolio, your wealth, None of us is advice, not even general in nature. If you would like to seek specific advice to your personal circumstances, we urge you to speak to a licensed financial professional. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe and leave a comment. Your feedback helps us create content that serves you better. Tune in for the next episode.